You're listening to the Champion Green Podcast, helping local business to do better business. I'm your host, Sonia Lennon, and in each episode, I talk to leading Irish service providers and business operators for their advice on how SMEs can maximise their commercial potential and leverage the supports available to them. This week, we welcome Sinead Brennan, Director of Client Experience at AIB Merchant Services. I'm absolutely delighted to be joined by Sinead Brennan, Director of Client Experience at AIB Merchant Services. That's a big, juicy title, Sinead. Tell us a little bit about your backstory and how you came to be in the role you're in. Great. First off, thank you very much for having me today, Sonia. Uh, it's great to be here and delighted to be representing AIB Merchant Services. So I suppose my backstory, I have 20 years um, experience in the financial services sector. I, I started my career in AIB Bank many moons ago, and we won't get into how long how long that is. <laughs> it's um, a no judgment zone. Yeah, Sinead, yeah. it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a million. Um, so I worked in, as I say, I worked in AAB Bank directly for a number of years um, before transitioning into AAB Merchant Services back in 2011. Um, and I actually started my career then in AAB Merchant Services as a project manager um, and progressed into op- the role of operations manager. And then subsequently, um, I was promoted into my current role as a client experience director in 2020. Um, so very, very long and uh, interesting career, um, but I suppose what it has done is positioned me really well in terms of, you know, knowledge within the payment sector. And lovely to be coming to that role with such a broad perspective from so many different angles. Yeah, sure. So I suppose one of the main elements of my role is, you know, under the title of client experience, it's, you know, ensuring our customers, you know, get what they pay for in terms of a service, but also feel that they're, you know, um, that they're protected and minded by AIB Merchant Services, I suppose. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, customer, you know, customers are at the fore of our mind, you know, in terms of everything that we do. And, you know, like every business, if you don't have customers, you don't have a business. So, you know, our main focus is to ensure that, they, the, you know, we're delivering the best customer service possible and that our customers that are with us stay with us, but also promote us then across the various sectors that they trade in as well. That's the holy grail, isn't it? To get those evangelists from your own customer base. Sure. You know, absolutely. I think, you know, the the, the power of positive feedback, you know, it, it, it far out, far as outweighs. I, I, I read a piece of research which said that a referral from a customer is 33% more effective at converting sales than you telling your potential customer that you're good at something. So that's not to be sniffed at, right? Exactly. You know, exactly. That, that's it. So um, it, it's really about trying to deliver the best customer service possible. So let's zoom out a little bit because everybody's familiar with the brand AIB, um, but you don't work for AIB. You work for AIB Merchant Services, which is a completely different company known as AIB MS. Tell us about the work that you do. Yeah, so I suppose AIB Merchant Services are a payment service provider. The I suppose the legal background to AABMS, we are actually first merchant process in Ireland. We trade as AIB Merchant Services. AIB Merchant Services is a joint venture between AIB Bank and what was First Data is now Fiserv and AIB Merchant Services was created back in 2009. Um, so uh, AABMS has been in existence since 2009, but I suppose overall the the brand and the acquiring arm of AIB has actually been in existence for actually more than 50 years. So, so that 2009, would you have been one of the first payment providers to the market then? 
yeah, so AIB would have been back in, you know, 1971 it was. AIB Bank at the time would have been, you know, the first provider of what was known as Visa processing at the time. So that has obviously changed and evolved and, um, you know, come to what it is today in terms of payment processing. It's a real depth of knowledge there. And I suppose we're here today. Uh, this is the Champion Green podcast and AIBMS are one of the main sponsors of Champion Green. How did that relationship come about? And I suppose, you know, why did AIBMS get involved? Well, I suppose the, the main uh, reasons why we've championed it is, you know, our love of you know, Ireland, we're an Irish company, you know, we're, we're our head offices here in Dublin. We also have our support teams are also based in, in Ireland as well. Um, and, you know, so we want to do, you know, everything that we can in our power to champion and support, you know, the SME sector to ensure that it's growing and that, you know, it, it's evolving and it gets what it needs in terms of all the, the payment solutions that are available in the market today. So a lot of the work that we do on this podcast and the work that's done through Champion Green is about encouraging businesses to bring themselves online, to expand their market opportunity, their visibility. What are the solutions that AIBMS offer in that space? Uh, So we have you know, various card acceptance products that we have available. Um, you know, they range and facilitate payments taken in store, online and on the go. Um, and by that, I mean, you know, your physical card device, you know, in a retail store, um, you know, online, you know, your e-commerce transactions process through websites and then also on the go. So, if you know, if you want to take payments and you're out and about, you know, at a market fair or, you know, whatever we have, we literally have something to suit everybody. And do you see that then as as solutions, do you see them almost being a kind of an omni-channel that people that one customer might use all three or are they siloed into different sort of customer types? So a bit of both, Sonia, to be honest with you. I mean, we have many customers that we have, you know, that started out as sort of a bricks and mortar store, you know, with your physical card device. And then I suppose with the impact of COVID, you know, we see a dramatic increase in those then moving towards the e-commerce space as well. And so, you know, it's, it's absolutely possible that, you know, you're going to have customers that would, you know, have the omni-channel service. Um, But also then, you know, we have a good sort of stronghold of customers who just have a singular um, or use a singular channel of payment as well. Okay. And are are you seeing um, a, a sort of a fear factor around taking that step with with your clients? In terms of moving to the online world? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, of course. I mean, you know, I suppose with everything, you know, people are nervous of change, right? You know, and that's just, I think, a human um, fact. Um, you know, nobody likes change. Um, and, you know, it's a big step when you go from, you know, accepting card payments in store, which are always you know, more secure, you know, in their means in terms of, you know, chip and pin or, or contactless transactions. When you move into the e-com world and the online world, it's a very different um, space to process in. That said, um, you know, with all of the security protocols that are in place today, you know, in terms of accepting online transactions, you know, it's probably more secure now for retailers to move into the online world than it ever has been. Um, and, and I suppose a lot of that has been driven by the the PSD2 or Payment Services Directive 2 that was issued back in 2015. Um, so, you know, yes, I can. So I suppose going back to answer your question, I can absolutely understand why, you know, retailers might be concerned or nervous, you know, to take that step. Um, but I can confidently say that, you know, that they, sh- that, you know, they shouldn't be and that they should do it with, you know, confidence that they're, you know, that 
they're know, safe. That they're safe in doing it and that they're, you know, their their payment service provider, you know, if they're with AAB Merchant Services, obviously we would ensure that it was done for them in a safe and secure manner. Okay. And what sort of additional supports then do you offer? I mean, I, I can I can imagine I'm I'm putting my my sort of self in the shoes of uh, a, a retailer who who is about to embark on this and what are the fears I suppose there is the security there is potentially fraud is my on the go unit going to work you know internet service all of these kind of little niggles that a, a small business owner might have H- how do you support uh, those various issues so probably a lot to answer that question um, I might start off in the card present environment um, you know so we have First of all, we have a, you know, a fleet of engineers um, that are out there and they span the country um, they cover everything from, you know, site surveys to ensure that we're actually deploying the, you know, the best fit solution, you know, at the right time to the right customer. You know, they also support and um, complete installations of new devices for retailers who wouldn't necessarily be tech savvy, right? But, you know, it, you know that help in hand is there to support them if needs be. And also then from a break fix perspective. So you mentioned, you know, if your device is not working, we have that solution there as well in terms of an engineer who can um, be out to you within you know a couple of hours either to fix, resolve or replace your device so that you're never left wanting as such. We're, you know, we also have in the background, we have, a, as I mentioned earlier, our support desk who's now based in Nina as well. Um, you know, so at any time you can ring through to the support desk, you can speak to somebody um, and we can hopefully get your issue whatever that be, resolved remotely as well. Um, so n- numerous ways in, in, by which that we so, can So no can reason to be afraid whatsoever. You you have their back. <laughs> well, we, we, we listen, we, we like to think we do, do you know what I mean? Um, but, you know, there, there's numerous channels there by which we can support customers. So definitely definitely no no need to be afraid. And there's there's numerous backup solutions as well. Um, you know, if your card device stops working, you know, we have the concept of a virtual terminal. Um, the virtual terminal can can be used, you know, on your smartphone, on a tablet. Um, so n- numerous ways by which we can support is just, I suppose, getting the message out there to retailers who may not know everything that, you know, su- that exists in the background in terms of support. It's, you know, just come talk to us, you know, if you're concerned, if you have a query, you know, we're there to support and, and we'll give you all the, the help and guidance that you need. One of my favourite things that you do is Main Street insights. Mm. I love to be able to map the landscape of consumer trends and you do it so well. Yeah. So, so Main Street Insights is a relatively new product to our, um, to our suite. Um, you know, it's, as you say, it's a really, really exciting solution, um, that we have brought on board and what that does, I suppose it really, um, utilizes the joint venture that I spoke about earlier. So, you know, Main Street's, what Main Street is doing, it's, um, leveraging the relationship that we have between AIB Bank from an issuing perspective and then from Fiserv's um, acquiring business as well. And what it's doing is it's taken both data elements together and very uniquely for AIB Merchant Services, it's allowing us present back to our retailers in Ireland a view of their um, trading um, and the demographic of their customers in terms of their age profile, you know, whereas they have spent um, and I suppose the spend values as well associated with it. So it's given the retailer, I suppose, very, very unique, a very, very unique insight into information that they wouldn't, well, they can't get elsewhere for a start. And um, 
something that wouldn't necessarily be readily available to them via any other channel. And and what that means then is that they not only get very granular data about their own performance and their customers purchasing trends, but also kind of a, a wider map of of consumer trends. Sure, yeah, absolutely. So you know, and, and you, you obviously you are obviously aware of Main Street Insights. You know, I so, am yeah, actually yeah. Sinead. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and that's I suppose you know a really really good point to call out. I just mean because not only does it you know give the the retailer insights into their own information, but allows them, um, I suppose, take a, a view as well of other similar businesses to themselves and see how they're positioned, um, in comparison to to others. I love it. I love it. And I suppose all of this data, all of this understanding and being at the the cutting edge of understanding what the consumer is thinking, doing and spending, it must give you a sort of a clear sense of what the next five years looks like. I suppose the best thing I can say is to be the best that we can as well, right? You know, I think we touched on it earlier around, you know, AIB Merchant Services as a business um, empowering, you know, the SME market to be the best that they can. Um, so, you know, I suppose what we want to do is, you know, listen to our customers, you know, hear the feedback that they have, you know, nobody is perfect, right? And, and you know, we don't pretend to be perfect either. But, you know, what, what we want to do is we want to listen to our customers, take feedback from our customers and then deliver on that in terms of um, giving our customers what they need, what they want moving into the future too. Um you know, and I suppose that's the human element of it. But then, you know, when you get into the business specifics of it, you know, we are a regulated company, you know, so I suppose there's always there's always an eye on the horizon scanning and making sure that we have, you know, the most compliant products out in the marketplace that we have, that we're, you know, keeping up to speed with our competitors and um, delivering the best service. Um, and, uh, you know, I suppose then it's just a matter of making sure that we evolve and we, we change and we move with the industry as well, just to, as I say, to make sure that we can be the best that we can and hence delivering the best service to our customers. I love it. I just want to touch for a little second on the issue of fraud. It's such a huge issue. Do you have any hints or tips for customers or potential customers as to how to protect themselves against it? Yeah, so... Online fraud, you're absolutely right. I mean, it's, it's huge at the moment. Um, I think, you know, every media avenue out there at the moment is talking about the, you know, the significant increase that has been seen, you know, you know, in fraud over recent times. I mentioned earlier around um, the concept of PSD2. So again, just I suppose to take the acronyms out of it because everybody hates that, you know, PSD2 is the payment services um, directive. It's a set of laws and regulations for payment services in Europe um, and those processing in the European economic area as well. It's been around for a while. It was originally introduced in 2015, but the whole premise of PSD2 is to make payments safer and more secure um, and protect customers from fraud, right? And so what does that mean, you know, in the day-to-day world? That means that, you know, if you have um, a website and you have, a, you know, cardholders who go on to that website, um, there's a new protocol called 3D Secure, again, People in the industry may have heard of it. So 3D Secure um, essentially is a new security um, tool that is now mandated for all uh, e-com websites and is required in support of the processing of online payments. And what that does is 
it forces the cardholder to enter either a password or a passcode to verify themselves as being the legitimate cardholder. So, you know, that 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 is our number one go to rule. If you have a website, you're selling goods and services online you know, please make sure that you, you that your website and your shopping cart is certified for treaty secure. If you have that, it's that's your it, hammock of support, th- basically. A- absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Um, you know, it, as I said, that 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 is the equivalent of chip and pin, so to speak. Do you know what I mean? From a cart, the same level of security. Yeah, and I'm going to ask this now. Just is are there still sites available that don't have that? Absolutely. So go to the one that has the. 3D secure. Yeah. And, and, you know, from a cardholder's perspective, it's pr- probably not as important, do you know what I mean? But from a retailer, I, like I can't emphasize enough, from a retailer's perspective, that is your holy grail. You know, if you have 3D secure, uh, certified and available on your website, you know, we, you know, if you have a chargeback or a disputed transaction at a later stage, that is the first piece of evidence that you're going to be asked to provide. And if the transaction was not processed in a 3D secure means unfortunately in line with scheme rules you are liable for that transaction if it is disputed has been fraudulent by the cardholder good to know good to know Sinead are you seeing because obviously online is just such a massive piece of the puzzle for retailers you know and we have an audience listening um to this podcast who are interested in growing their own business have we reached saturation? Is there still opportunity out there? Are there new businesses coming to the table every day? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I think, you know, in Ireland, like for such a small country, really in the grand scheme of things, you know, we really do um, have, you know, we, you know, we see significant growth, you know, in business, you know, year on year, um, you know, it, it, you know, the, the, volume of SME businesses coming through um, is is steadily on the rise, which is a real testament, you, you know, to retailers that are out there. You mentioned earlier around, you know, people concerned or, or, or worried about moving from, you know, a car presence base into e-commerce. I can only imagine how much more, you know, concerning it might be to take that original step and decide that you're actually just going to open up a business to start with. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I suppose I wouldn't necessarily have the figures myself in terms of, you know, what the the actual the growth percentages is. are. Um, but, you know, we can see, you know, even the, the volume of customers who onboard with us, you know, on a weekly basis, you know, you're, you're still seeing significant growth coming through. Absolutely. Which is, which is brilliant. And, you know, I think I'm um, going back to our customer service ethos. Um, you know, when somebody has made that fundamental decision in their business and in their, well, in their lives to open up a business and, you know, they choose us as their merchant service provider. It's a real honor that they have done so. And, and that's why it's so important for us that we deliver the best service that we can. Sinead, it has been absolutely lovely speaking to you. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, Sonia. This podcast is brought to you by Champion Green, the promotional campaign in support of small business and the local economy. It's backed by Kilkenny Design and Visa in association with Aviva, Retail Excellence, Small Firms Association and Chambers of Commerce Ireland.